Welcome to the Rosie on the House Arizona Hour. Driven by Sanderson Ford. Your weekend wake-up tradition. It's Rosie on the House. And a beautiful Arizona Saturday morning to you all. Good morning. Morning. I wonder if it was this pretty 147 years ago in the White Mountains when Apache by the name of Chief Alchusei joined the Indian Scouts at Camp Verde, 1872. Later become Sergeant William Alchusei. He was the last hereditary chief of the White Mountain Apache people. He would go on to participate in General George Crook's winter campaign of 72 and 73 and served uh, when they went into the Sierra Madres of Mexico hunting for Geronimo. While there, he unsuccessfully tried to convince Geronimo to surrender as they had been lifelong friends. He was the first White Mountain Apache scout to receive the Medal of Honor. As an influential tribal leader, he would go on to have sit-downs with Grover Cleveland, Teddy Roosevelt, and Warren Harding. In the early 1900s, Reverend Edgar Gunther first came to Fort Apache as a Lutheran ministry, uh, missionary. And he avoided Al say because he didn't want to uh, steal any conflict. A flu epidemic hit in the 1819, and the Apache people scattered far and wide to avoid contamination. Believing he was dying, Al say went into the mountains to be alone and pass away. Reverend Gunther and his helper would ride around looking for campfires, and they would ride up and help the sick people in every way they could. And the remedy sounded almost as bad as the illnesses <laughs> themselves, according to the White Mountain Independent. That's been publishing since 1888. And this is how they came across Altusay, who was lying on the ground. They put tar paper under his bed of grass to keep him dry, gave him a dose of Epsom salt, rubbed it down with skunk oil they rendered themselves, how would you like that Ooh. job in the Ooh. 1800s? That is a bad remedy. And then left him. He was still alive the next day, so Gunther's wife, Minnie, who made soup by the gallons for flu victims, started taking soup to Altusay every day, and he survived. And this began, this began, <laughs> began a lifelong friendship for the rest of his short life at that time. Church was held under a grove of trees as there was no money for church, and Alchusei one day said, we have to have a house, and donated the land for the church. On April 30th, 1922, at the dedication, they gave Alchusei the key to the front door, and he opened it, and he said, I put my thumbprint on this church, pointed to the Bible, and looked at his people and said, you listen to him when he speaks from this book. <laughs> Alchusei and many of the people were baptized in the Church of the Open Bible. As he lay dying, the chief took out a scarf in which he kept the key to that church. He said, this key opened God's house for me. This is the key that opened heaven for me. I go. <laughs> he was buried with his key in his hand under in the family cemetery beside a pinion tree above the cornfields he cultivated. His grave is now marked with an official granite stone engraved in gold. This is the source for the name of Alchusei High School in White River, just a few miles south of Pine Top, Alchusei Flats, just north of White River, a little settlement, and the lake on the south side of Highway 260, a few miles east before you turn south if you're going to Sunrise Ski Resort, is named after the tag number given to him by the military, A1. Just one of the notable people of the White Mountain area are 
staycation destination this month, Pine Top Lakeside, and our winners next week will have their choice of two great events. They can either go to the White Mountain UTV Jamboree in Eager or ease on into Sholo for the Craw-toberfest event. Boudreaux's cooking that day, so you know the crawfish will be good. And I won't tell you about how much crawfish has come in the last 10 years and how good it's going to be in the processing because we have way too interesting of a guest here in studio that we need to get to. Kind of a precursor to our water month coming up in October. That's right. Uh, you know, we, we love the uh, topic of water. I think everybody in Arizona has a special interest in that. And so when we're thinking about topics, we look for different things that are going on. And I happened to come across a story about a, a new um, product called Zero Mass Water and their source hydro panels. And so I started doing some research, reached out, and I found Miss Caitlin Fitzgerald. She's the director of brand for Zero Mass Water. Good morning. Thanks for joining us this morning, Caitlin. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so I just kind of wanted to tell whoever hasn't heard of this, what, I have to say that when I found the article, I think it was about a year ago, first time I'd ever heard of it, and now it's just it's going like crazy. You get to hear new things happen with you guys all the time. And let's first of all explain, what is Zero Mass Water? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Zero Mass Water is a renewable water company, which is a really new type of company uh, and, and category for water. So we are based out of Arizona, and our technology, Source Hydro Panels, make water from just sunlight and air. That's all, that's all you need. Now, seriously, tell me how that works. <laughs> well, I didn't believe it, I have to tell you in the beginning, but I'm, I'm a believer now. It, you know, it looks a lot like a solar panel. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it can sit on your roof or your ground, but what it's doing is it's using both solar thermal, so solar heat, and solar energy, so solar electricity, to power a system where we can take in ambient air, air just around your house, and collect the water molecules from that air into a very special material. Inside the system, we're raising the dew point so that we can passively condense that water out. And it's it starts very pure. Uh, and so we add magnesium and calcium to it inside the hydro panel, and it goes right to your tap. But what you experience, you know, as a homeowner is perfect water made right at your home and delivered right to a drinking water tap for you and your family to enjoy. Now, what about all the pollution in the air? Oh, see, that's what's wonderful about the technology is that it's leaving anything in the air behind because that very special material is really only attracted to water molecules. So, you, you, and does it mostly work at night? I guess it works all the time. You can access the water at any point in the day, but we're making water when, when the sun is up. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're pulling in that, in that air and converting the, the water molecules into liquid water, all powered by the sun. And how much water are we talking about, enough to, to do what with? Uh, you know, you can drink, you can cook with it. I've got hydro panels at my home, and I make, you know, up to about 600 bottles of water every month for, for my home. And, and that is really high-quality water. I know exactly what's in it, and it tastes really good, too. Caitlin told me whenever she goes to a, a party, she brings a little, that's her gift, is, you know, bring food. Caitlin, Caitlin brings the water. Oh, yeah, that's my, that's my potluck item anytime. And uh, is that what I see here? Uh, I haven't gotten any samples yet. I got to try this. Oh, yeah. I've got pretty good well water myself that I always leave the house with. <laughs> you know, well water is absolutely great. Uh, and we always encourage people who are, who are drinking well water, go get your water tested. Um, but, but also, you know, the water is, is been, curated with a very special mineral recipe so that the water is delicious. And tell me how you keep that water pure that's in the container. So the collector condenses it and it goes into a container. Mm -hmm. And then that, how do you keep it from 
getting gunky or whatever. Yeah, so inside every reservoir, we have an integrated ozonation system. So it's keeping the environment that the water uh, store is stored in very, very clean, very pure at any point. And so uh, we also monitor the hydro panels. So we can tell from our network operation center right here in Arizona how the technology is performing and making sure all those systems are always working for you so that you have complete confidence that the water you're drinking is extremely high quality. So is this on the market yet? Oh, absolutely. So we've got installations all across Arizona. You can get it for your home. Anyone can can go to our website, put down a deposit. We'll do a, a virtual site survey with you and, and get the hydro panels installed so so you can have, you know, a, a truly incredible supply of drinking water made not just from the water beneath the ground or on the ground, but the water in the air all around us. You know, the story behind this is just as interesting as the product. So t- whose brainchild was this? was this and how long has it been around and what's the long-term plan? It's a, it's a big story. It, it is. It's, a, it's an exciting company to be a part of. Uh, Dr. Cody Friesen, he's a, a professor out of Arizona State University. He founded Zero Mass Water and he has a, a research group at ASU that spent about eight years developing the technology before we were founded in 2014. And and since then, the, the company has, like you said earlier, really taken off. We're in more than 30 different countries today. We have installations across the U.S. And it's really it's really neat to see something like this grow, especially because, you know, water issues around the world are, are becoming more and more severe and and in our own backyards too. So when you talk about it being in all countries, is that groups of panels? Is that individual homes? What does that look like? It's a a really wide range. You know, uh, we have installations at schools all over the world. We're in homes, uh, hospitals. We are in entire communities as well because the technology, it's just like a solar panel where, you know, you look at the energy needs and you design your solar array based on energy needs. Well, what we do is we look at water needs and we can build an entire array of these hydro panels starting at, you know, two for your home up to many thousands or whatever is needed for the application. Well, and so, you know, I have a question. Does this affect the atmosphere at all? I mean, if, if I think you have a pretty grand goal of a, of a hydro panel on every home, right? Absolutely. So, and it takes two for a family, I think. Mm-hmm. So, could that change the, the dynamics of the environment at all or, you know, the In, atmosphere? When we first started designing the technology. First and foremost, we knew it had to be renewable. It had to be something that would not take away from our existing water resources that are already so stressed. Uh, And so what we found is that there is so much water in the air all around us. It could cover the earth an entire inch of rain, and it replenishes every 10 days. So when you look at how much water source is making and the rate at which it's taking water from the air, it would take about 70,000 hydro panels for every uh, every human being on this earth to to begin to impact uh, the the water in the air, and uh, at even at that point, uh, it'll replenish very quickly because, like I said, it replenishes every every ten days, uh, and so we promise we we promise we'll stop at that point. Uh, but there just isn't enough <laughs> surface area on Earth. I hadn't thought about it from that angle. Not enough surface area. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Do you want to take a little break here and? And uh, come back and finish talking some more. Sounds great. The Rosie on the House Arizona Hour, driven by Sanderson Ford. Talking 
time for our Arizona State Park Pass giveaway. True or false? You text the answer to 411923. True if you think it's true. False if you think it's false. 411923. Rainbow Lake, the lake that was named for Lakeside, Pine Top Lakeside, was created by a washout and the flood of 1903. But despite the massive amount of water that created this washout, the lake is only 14 feet deep. True if you think it's true, false if you think it's false to 411923, and we'll pick a random right winner at the end of this programming segment. Which lake again, Rome? Rainbow Lake. Rainbow Lake. All righty. Well, hey, this is such an interesting topic, talking about making water out of thin air. Water out of thin air. I, there's just a lot of implications, a lot of applications, Caitlin. I just, uh, as we started talking during the break, just you opened up my mind to all the different, I think desert, because that's we're desert rats, right? Uh-huh. So thinking, oh, just only people in deserts would need this. But you had a lot of interesting ways and applications for this product. Why don't you share some of those? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, here in the desert, we're used to water scarcity, not having a lot of it and needing to conserve it. But in other places, there can be plenty of water, but still nothing to drink because it's not safe to drink. Or how do you get access to that water? So, you know, we've got, uh, we were talking about well water earlier. We have a, a customer who has a, a private well. Uh, wonderful water from her private well. She installed hydro panels, and then just a couple weeks later, her electricity in her area went out. Uh, And she couldn't pump the water from her well into her house, but she had hydro panels. So she didn't have a lapse in her water access. Uh, And you see, you know, contamination all over the country. There's a lot of things that cause it. There's, you know, industrial contamination. There's agricultural contamination. So there's a lot of folks who turn to things like bottled water just to make sure that the water that they drink and the water they provide their families is safe. Uh, But, you know, bottled water also isn't a great option. Uh, And so there's plastic implications. The plastic can break down, can leach all sorts of chemicals into the water. Uh, So when you're looking to really know that your water is the quality that you want to drink, it's important that you either test your water. You know, if you have a private well, get tested. If you're drinking uh, filtered municipal water, test your municipal water so you know exactly what you're trying to filter out. Uh, There's no filter on the market that gets everything out. Um, Or, you know, absolutely you know, get source hydro panels for your home because that water starts starts clean. It's always safe for you. Uh, you also mentioned disasters. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we, we, we've been seeing recently, it's hurricane season, uh, and, and that's really scary. We have installations throughout Texas, South Carolina, Florida, the Caribbean, uh, and what's really, what's really special about these installations is that, you know, when, when you evacuate your home, you come back after a storm, your water system may still be down. It, it may still not be providing water to your home, and the first thing to sell out in a disaster at the grocery store is going to be bottled water. And so when you go back to your home or, you know, even as soon as the storm passes, your house is is making water for you. You're able to access that water and you don't have to worry about relying on the grocery store. We saw in in Texas just uh, last year there was a, a boil water advisory in Austin. They had a flood, lots of rain overwhelmed the water system. And we had an installation just outside of Austin. And uh, Tucson had a boil advisory yeah. this week, too. Oh, you, you know. This you week? Know, yeah. Boil water advisories are really, are really interesting because they happen and you run out of water and, and you can't drink the water. And you, you think for the first time, oh, my goodness, this is, this is something I rely on. Um, well, at that installation in Austin last year, we actually 
were able to, the customer sent out an email to all the community members saying, hey, we have water, come fill up here, because there was no bottled water to be found in Austin during so the boil water advisory. Humidity and dew points play a major factor in creating water, correct? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you, you get more water with a higher dew point, higher humidity. Is that how that works? You know, yes, but there's this really interesting equilibrium with the technology where, you know, in, in places with higher humidity, you, you tend to have less uh, access to that solar power. And in places with more solar power, you have a little bit less humidity. So uh, one of the, the special things about being based in Arizona with a technology that, that uses uh, water in the air is that if we can do it in the Sonoran Desert, then we've shown we can do it anywhere in the world. So we uniquely make water in a really wide range of environmental conditions. And this is a local story because of the professor uh -huh. at issue, and also because they're manufactured right here. Uh, that's right. And so you're talking about this growing demand. You've gone, the first time I met you, you were in 20 countries. We're not even a year later, it's at 33 countries. Uh huh. How are you doing keeping up with orders? I mean, if people were interested, is it, do you have availability or oh oh absolutely i mean we are we're working on getting this technology out as quickly as possible because like i mentioned earlier water issues are just not getting any better and more and more it's going to be critically important that people have a supply of water they can trust and is independent from from infrastructure uh and so yeah absolutely the the technology is a, a great solution for for people all over and we're making sure that we can we can provide that for them well, I, I can see lots of little curiosities boiling in the audience. So I, I want to make sure you give out zeromasswater.com. Yes. It's a really good place to go and see. You have some great videos on there of villages, mm -hmm. uh, remote villages that are getting water. Also just homeowners that are getting water. Uh -huh. And also you have a special website for anybody listening today who wants to take a tour. Yeah, yeah. Since we are Arizona-based, we have a special opportunity for rosy listeners. If you go to info dot zero masswater.com forward slash Rosie. You can sign up to take a tour, see the technology for yourself, speak to one of our specialists, and importantly, get to taste the delicious water. All right. When we get back, I have one burning question. Just one? The one burning. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess we've done a if pretty Caitlin, good job, Caitlin. <laughs> if Caitlin's producing 600 bottles of water out of thin air at her home, how do you store it? Well, we'll get to that after the bottom of the hour news break. And the answer was actually a kind of a trick question. How unusual. It was created by, it was dammed by Mormons, but it is only 14 feet. So right or wrong, everyone wins today. That is the conversation of today, but just real quick. We kind of ran up through the break there just to make sure it's clear and no one has wrong information. Rainbow Lake was created by a dam when the damn Walnut Creek. Not by, it was not created by a flood, but it is only 14 feet deep at its start, deepest point. So part of it was true, part of it was false, and we've got about 200 state park passes to give away. So anyone that participated, whether it's true or false, is going to get two state park passes today, good through the end of the year. We'll have our new supply of state park passes here in a few weeks for that'll be good for all of 2020. So it's your lucky day if you tried to It is. Yes, right? It is. So, from its founding in 1870 until Geronimo's capture in 1886, <laughs> Fort Apache was regularly involved in the Indian Wars. It was first called Camp Ord. 
in honor of General O.C. Ord, commander of Arizona, when it was built. It's also been called Camp Mongolian and Camp Thomas. The post was finally designated as Camp Apache in 71 as a token of friendship to the very Indians the Fort soldiers would soon start fighting. Uh, Fort Apache soldiers earned $13 a day. I'm sorry, $13 a month. Today, that would be the equivalent of about $250. But you could get a raise to $15 a month if you committed for two years. Mm. And you thought your job paid bad. (laughs) Uh, Well, hey, should we continue this conversation with Caitlin Fitzgerald? She is the um, something of brand. The director of brand. Director Director of brand. brand. That's it. And uh, for zero mass water. So we're talking about this new technology and truly it is pretty new started manufacturing in 2014 though it took years before that to to um, design and create and rosie had a question for you we're talking about individual like at your home yeah you said you you create 600 bottles of water a month Mm -hmm. from your panels you have two on your house i do yes and there's two of you in the home Uh uh-huh what do you do with the extra water so we've got uh there's a reservoir inside every hydro panel so at my house i can store up to 120 bottles of water and so because we're drinking it all the time and cooking with it, that is plenty of storage for us. And if you had leftover after that, still, you could water plants. I mean, you could keep oh, going yeah. with it. Then, then it just becomes a bigger source of water. Oh, I- exactly. And, and one that, you know, isn't taking away from, from scarce water supplies. So absolutely, when we have a lot of water, and I'll use our source water to, to clean. Uh, and I water my plants with it. And, and you know what? Source water is the only water my dog drinks. <laughs> and you gift it as well. Exactly. Yes. Every time we, uh, we go to a, a gathering of friends or family, I've got usually a couple gallons of source water with me. So it doesn't go to waste, for exactly. sure. You wouldn't want to waste that good water. <laughs> so, Caitlin, how did you get into this, this business, this place? Are you a marketing student or were you? You know, uh, I was not. And uh, I kind of fell into Zero Mass because I was working with a lot of purpose-driven community I- initiatives. Let me help you with your brand management there. Don't say false. Say, I dropped into. <laughs> I dropped into. <laughs> I love there's like a water pun there. It's great. Uh, I dropped into uh, zero mass water uh, because I was in, in community organizing, working with a lot of purpose-driven uh, organizations, working with refugees here in Phoenix. And I, I met with the zero mass water CEO, Cody Friesen, and, and he told me about this incredible technology that could provide water for every person in every place, uh, including places like refugee camps where it's very difficult to get water. And so I was hooked immediately. We are a, a purpose-driven company, very much so to our core. Every person at Zero Mass gets up every day and comes to work because we are just so excited and so passionate about making sure that this solution to the water crisis gets into everybody's hands. Well, I think you've been bitten by the by the bug. Absolutely. You, yeah, you live it and breathe it, right? Uh-huh, absolutely. You, you told me you even bring your own water to restaurants. Oh, yeah. I, I'm very particular. You know, I'm a, a little bit of, of a water snob now because, yeah. you know, you, you start to look into water. You, you learn a lot of things that want you make you want to only drink water you're absolutely confident in. So at restaurants, I'm, we bring our own bottles of water to restaurants from our, our hydro panels. Uh, and, of course, at work because we have mm-hmm. uh, our, our hydro panels array, array there. I'm, I'm drinking exclusively source water now. And we were talking about the tour that you're giving. Mm-hmm. I mean, you always give tours, but you have a little place that people could sign up today and go. 
I was going to say it's and, perfect because we've got text asking, what's that message for Rosie listeners? Oh, yeah, <laughs> and, and you can taste the water. Not only can you learn about the technology, you can taste the water. So what is the website again? It's info.zeromasswater.com forward slash Rosie. I'll put that up on Facebook at the end of the hour um, when we finish our discussion. And so tell me, I, I can tell they're thinking about it now, our homeowners, if a homeowner wants to do this technology, do you need anything special? Does it go on the roof? Does it go in the yard? It can do either. Mm-hmm. We just need some unshaded space. And uh, we've done a wide range of types of installations at, at homes across the U.S. And so it's a really easy thing. All you do is you you tell us where you live. We can work with you. We do a little site survey, tell you what it's going to look like. We come out. It's all installed within like less than a day. And immediately, as soon as the sun comes up, it's making water for you. And tell me what it looks like to get from the panel mm-hmm. reservoir to your kitchen. Yeah. So uh, at a typical household, you'll have two hydro panels installed. Mine are installed on my, my patio rooftop. And we, we simply, it can be like cable where you put a little tube right through the walls up underneath your sink into a designated drinking water tap, very similar to what you might see like with a reverse osmosis mm-hmm. tap. Uh, and and it's it's right there. That's It's actually quite that simple. If it's on the ground, we'll, we'll trench it and put it underneath so it's nice, keeps your yard looking beautiful. Uh, and it'll go right right into your kitchen tap or or any type of a, a designated water dispenser that you want to have. So we actually have some homeowners that use this for both an inside drinking water tap and an outside drinking water tap. That would be great. Yeah, right? You don't have to drink out of the hose anymore, right? (laughs) Is it a plastic pipe that comes from the panels down into the kitchen? Uh, uh, How big is it? It's a three-eighths inch tube of very high-quality food-grade material. And then we, you know, we're we're in the desert, so we take every care to make sure that it's protected. So we'll typically run it through uh, either a PVC or or something similar that that just makes sure that 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 tube is is, uh, protected from the elements. Great. And so um, I had the opportunity to meet you out at Copper King Elementary School at 107th Avenue and mm-hmm. Campbell. So you have several schools around town where you've, you've put in field of um, panels. And just tell us about that. I just thought that was so great. All the kids at that school get to drink that good water every day. Yeah, you know, schools and water are really interesting right now. Uh, a lot of the infrastructure our schools uh, were built with is aging, just like the infrastructure you see all around the country aging. And uh, that means the pipes are breaking down and causing sometimes some contamination or certainly at least taste issues in the water. And you know, kids, they're not going to drink water that doesn't taste good. And it's important here in the desert and anywhere that when kids are at school, they drink water so they can stay hydrated, they can stay focusing. You know, there's nothing like trying to, to learn and pay attention in class when you've got a headache or you're, you're feeling any symptom of dehydration. So so we've worked with a couple different schools uh, here in Arizona and around the world to put in hydro panels. And it's it's not that different than at my home, just a larger array. It goes right from the hydro panels to a dispenser at Copper King Elementary, for example. That dispenser sits right outside the classroom. And so all day when kids are thirsty, they can just get up, go get a glass of water, fill up their bottles. And, and that school, for example, they're making about 400 gallons of, of drinking water or about 3,000 bottles of water per day for for the kids and the faculty to enjoy. And that looks like a, 
it's a panel of um, a little field of ten mm-hmm. panels, and it's all surrounded by a fence, all protected and everything. We, it was really cool to look at that, and then the kids can just put their little bottle up there. Yeah, and you know what's really neat too is when you have a technology like that at a school, and kids get to see it, they get to experience it. I mean, that's that's inspiring. And uh, every year we we make a point of sending sending somebody out to go teach the kids about the technology, about building a, a startup company around the technology innovation. Uh, really trying to, you know, inspire them to, to be the future innovators, to, to create solutions we need in the future. So do you actually do education uh, events as well with the kids or just it just kind of organically happens because it's there? You know, it's, it's organic, but we do come in and we give a little lesson to them. We answer their questions and teachers can work with us all throughout the year when they are working on lesson plans and they want to incorporate the technology into it. Do you actually do those sessions? I've done a few. It is so much fun. What, what kind of things do the kids ask? Same things I'm asking? I, or? I mean, they, yeah, yes, they mm-hmm. ask really incredible questions. You're like, I can't, I can't believe you just asked me that mm-hmm. right now. Um, a lot about how the technology works, of course. But then the kids are also really curious about, you know, what it's like to build a company. And we talk to them a lot about how you take a technology like source hydro panels and you build a company around it and how you work with other communities, other cultures. You know, we we talk to students from a wide range of different backgrounds. And so what's really neat is when you're in a classroom and this has happened several times, we get to talk to to the students about uh, hydro panel installations in, in countries that they're from. And that's really neat to build the connection between Arizona and their home. Wow. I can see why you're hooked. <laughs> Tell me, just kind of going back to homeowners, is there ever a problem with HOAs? You know, that's such a, a grind for so many people. Oh, yeah. So it's really wonderful that solar technologies are protected uh, in Arizona. And so uh, we don't have problems with HOAs because it is a solar-powered product. We we work with HOAs and uh, certainly have had a, a few customers we've worked with to navigate educating the HOA on what the technology is. Yeah, I think it was 90, or I'm sorry, 04 or 05-ish that uh, they had the laws changed preventing HOAs from prohibiting solar uh, statewide. So you fall right in that with your little solar panels. Exactly. What what is the cost for a family to put one in? So if you get an array uh, for your home, all in, installed, ship, taxes, everything, it's going to be between $5,500 and $6,500. And that's a technology that will provide water, drinking water for your family for uh, 15 years. And when you compare that against, you know, your household expense for bottled water, for example, bottled water is an average of 50 cents a liter, but our water, it's about 15 cents per liter. So that's a big cost savings. It's also environmental savings. Think about all the water bottles that don't end up in the landfill. Oh, yeah. At, at my house, uh, my array is going to offset over 100,000 single-use plastic bottles. Wow. I know one guy who hasn't, if you haven't talked to him yet, and that's Matt Damon. Have y'all communicated with him? He has, no, he has an organization he's had for years about clean water in other countries, and I've got a, have y'all talked to him at all or you know we're we're not currently in, in talks with Matt Damon but we we welcome all of the uh, celebrities influencers and and leaders that want to go out and solve the water crisis so we'd love to I mean you could put one of these on a home and basically couldn't you supply two or three households with one unit I'd oh. say it depends on how many people live there. I'd well, probably yeah, need like sure. 12 units yeah. to supply my house. No, for you, yeah. <laughs> for your Horses, house. dogs, cats. You would. Yeah, absolutely. That's what's really incredible is that like, you know, 
especially if you want to be off grid, for example, that's the beauty of solar is you get to own your electricity. But if you want to take your water off grid, uh, we can you tell us how much water you need and we can help you take help you wow. get there. Very interesting. And pure water, no matter how du- in in the middle of a haboob. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to get clean drinking water. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, another person I'm thinking of is Farmer Greg. Oh, he would. Oh, oh no, he's. We've already talked to Farmer Greg about this. Oh, we. He's have? got plans. Okay. He's got have plans. you met Farmer Greg yet? I, not to my knowledge. We'll have to make the introduction. I would love that. Cruise it through the Arizona Hour with Sanderson Ford and Rosie on the house. And our focus all month long for our Arizona staycation is the area of Pine Top Lakeside in the White Mountains. If you'd like to sign up to win your Arizona staycation, just go to ArizonaStaycation.com. We're drawing now. What is it? Oh, until tomorrow, we'll be drawing for our winners who will be sending to Patagonia in October. The Apache Sitgreaves National Forest used to be two separate names all the way up until 1974 when they were merged. The big difference of this forest is the amount of water in the region. The forest contains 30 lakes with over 1,000 miles of river, which is more than any other national forest in the southwest. Sitgreaves was named after Captain Lorenzo Sitgreaves, a governor of topographical engineer who conducted the first scientific expedition across Arizona. And then, of course, the uh, Apache goes for Fort Apache, which is starts as low as 3,500 feet in elevation all the way up to 11,500 feet at the peak of Mount Baldy. Arizona's a great place. Great place. We love to talk about it. All the way from the desert to the mountains, right? And today we're talking about making water out of thin air right here in Arizona. It's a local story with a really global reach. We've had a really fun time talking to Caitlin Fitzgerald, Director of Branding for Zero Mass Water. So glad you joined us this morning. Hey, can we just kind of clarify a couple of things? We got texters, you know, uh, texting in. So we, you were offering a tour this morning through the Rosie uh, website link. What was that one? Yes. So if you would like to take a tour and to drink the water, see the technology, talk to a specialist, you can go to info.zeromasswater.com forward slash Rosie and sign up for a tour right there. Is that going to cost you anything? Oh, not at all. Absolutely not. And so, um, but if you wanted to install one, that process is a little different, right? You would go to the main website and then what happens? Yeah. So if you're ready to, to talk about getting source hydro panels for your home, you can either give us a call and talk to one of our sales representatives, or you can just go to zeromasswater.com and, and place a deposit. That's a fully refundable deposit. But what that'll do is kickstart your virtual site survey and we will get a quote to you. We can kick off getting your installation scheduled. So you get your quote without even coming. You just survey the property. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Technology. Technology. Well, we sure enjoy having you this morning. It's been a great time talking water with you guys this morning. Yeah, I got to thinking, you know, we got, you can make uh, solar panels with water. The Sun Tracker solar cooling panel for an air conditioner right. on an island mm-hmm. somewhere in the tropics. Boy, you're, you're, living, you're living high there. Oh, yeah, that's off, off the grid and independent. Ah, in paradise, too. I know. There's so many good, good components of this. I haven't found a bad one yet. You know, we're, we're, we're excited because that's, that's what we hear from our homeowners, too. You know, they're really delighted. The experience of having this, it really changes, you know, your relationship with your drinking water. We have a user app. 
Oh, so, yeah. Tell so you that. can, uh, from your phone on your source user app, you can see how much water you've pr- produced. You can see how much water you've made in its lifetime, how many bottles you've offset, how much water you made this week. Uh, it's a really incredible, fun app. And so, you know, every morning we're like checking in how much water have we made. And it's just it's a very different experience. That's right up your alley, Romy. Romy loves numbers. He'd be on <laughs> it all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so if you accomplish your mission of putting one of these on every house. You aren't going to create a hotter, drier Arizona? Nope. That's the beauty of the the Earth's natural water cycle is that it replenishes. And uh, there's, you know, a lot more water to be captured in Arizona than than a lot of us might think, even, even with our very low relative humidity. Well, you were just featured as one of the most innovative water solutions in the Harvard Business Review. So congratulations for that. Oh, thank you very much. We're excited to see the store get out. We're the only state that has four different deserts. I don't know if I can name them. Mojave? Uh, Mojave and Sonoran were the first two that came to my mind. Chihuahua. I don't know. I don't know the other one. I was going to look it up before we mentioned that, but but I hadn't got to that yet. They all basically (laughs) converge. Just southwest of Sedona. We're going to make that a trivia question. Come together. What four deserts merge into Arizona? So zero mass water, making pure water out of thin air with solar-powered solar panels mounted on your roof. That's right. No more buying bottled water. No more worrying about the water supply coming through the faucet. And virtually applicable any place on the planet. That's exactly right. Wow. Uh-huh. Just another one of those days. Wish I'd have thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> another million uh, dollar well, idea. And the other question, uh, so uh, is this a public company? Can I invest? <laughs> <laughs> what's what's your stock exchange? Uh, you, not, a, not a public company just yet, but, you know, w- one of the things that when we get – Others really excited about the technology that we love to to also mention is that it's a technology and we're a technology provider. What's really incredible are all of the stories of the people, the organizations that have decided to perfect their water with the technology. And so those are the stories that, that get us out of bed every single day. Uh, it's, it's incredible what people are doing with it. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. Let's give that website one more time. Yeah, so if you'd like to come get a tour uh, and drink our water meter technology, go to info.zeromasswater.com forward slash Rosie. And we'll put that on our social media links, whether it's Facebook or Twitter. And where is the tour, Caitlin? That's at our headquarters in Scottsdale. So we're based off of uh, basically McDowell and 68th Street. Very good. Okay. Info dot zeromasswater.com and when you go there you're prompted to select an open time and date and you can just click on it and then that'll schedule your time where you can go tour the facility see it drink it firsthand and decide if this is something for your uh for you're gonna invest in for your home castle or cabin 